This is Madeline. And this is Cammie. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 21. Now don't be afraid of the numbers. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? So Madeline, I've been really excited to do this particular episode because I am a measurement geek. I love to measure stuff. I like to know how I'm doing. I maybe am a little competitive, tiny bit, but I really do love to know, and I'm competitive with myself, how I'm improving over time. So I am really excited about this episode. Are you excited? I am so excited. Let's do it. Okay, great. So I have a couple of ways that you can start to measure whether you're doing well with your community or not right away. And the first one, and it's going to sound like we're beating an old drum, but we're going to beat this drum a lot. It is to create an email list. It is so important for you to do that because that helps you to really know how you're moving the needle. Not only does it help you to connect with your community better and grow relationships. We talked about that in episode 17. So you can go back and listen to all about how we talk about creating your email list but it also helps you to measure better. Do you measure your email list and and how that's doing? I do. I look at the analytics. I look and study to see, you know, what's working, what's not. Things as simple as trying different headlines to see if people are opening them and just making little tweaks and adjustments. You know, the big thing in the past few years is that a lot of our colleagues are putting out their emails with no images. Because they're saying that they're getting higher engagement, more clicks on the links. So I've been experimenting a little bit with that as well to see if I notice a difference. For me personally, I have not. But, you know, for me, I'm all about experimenting. Try things and see what works. Right. And what's really great also is that with email list, you can also see how many people clicked through to what you're trying to get them to go to. So it'll show you how many people clicked on something. So that's the most simple way to measure is how many people clicked on the thing that you're trying to get them to do. What about your call to action? Are people actually taking you up on that call to action, which I think is almost more important than obviously the open rate, which is really important because if they don't open it, they can't see it to click. Also on the, on the measurement side, on the website, you can actually see how many people came from your newsletter to your website. It helps if you tag those links. So you know that they're coming from the newsletter. So if you can tag those links, that really does help for you to see what that is. And we've talked a little bit about how to tag links with UTMs, but I am going to bring that up here as one of the next steps. So we'll we'll go through that in this, this lesson. But one of the things you're going to want to do is tag your links in your newsletter so you can see how many people got through. And on the website, you can see from there where they picked that up and if they went all the way to conversion, whatever you consider conversion or not. So that's really important. And a really strong email list continues to be really important, regardless of the fact that people say that email is dead. It is not dead. You have to have it as part of your marketing mix. I agree. And you know, now we're into the new year. It's 2018. So if you are not currently doing this, Kimmy and I strongly recommend you start. So Kimmy, if somebody has not done the UTM codes, where would you send them to just get started with it? Well, let's just make that the second step of, of ways to measure. So what you can do is go to Google Analytics 
And actually the easiest way to get there is to go to communities that convert. We have a a link that goes directly to the UTM code builder that Google has for free for you that all you have to do is go there and take your website, take your URL and you drop it into this tool and you put a couple of little things in it. So one of the things that you want to do is look at the three different parts of this. And I'm going to look, I'm opening up the builder right now so I can tell you exactly what those are. So the builder has a website URL. It's the number one thing. And then number two is a campaign source. So your campaign source is going to be your newsletter. So you'd write newsletter in there. And then it says campaign medium, which is you can use that or not use that if you if you want. But I would put email in there. And that's so you know, it's your newsletter, it's email. And then you can also make a name for that. So like if you have a specific newsletter, like uh, this one, for example, how to build whatever, like you have a spring sale or, you know, just a little slogan. So you know which newsletter it came from. And then the campaign content, which I don't usually use, that's really usually used for ads. Like if you want people to know which ads people clicked on. So if you put your URL, your campaign source, your campaign medium, and your campaign name, you should be able to go pretty far with that. And on the back end of Google Analytics, you can see that. You can see how many people clicked through that specific newsletter. A lot of people also set this up for their blog posts and everything else. So you can actually see how much money came from a specific blog post. Like say you sell something on your website, like a course like you do, you can put this little UTM code in your in your blog post. And if somebody clicks on it and they go through and they give you your their email and they decide then to go on and buy the course, you can actually track that the whole way through and say, hey, you know, this blog post made me X amount of money. I think it's really cool. I don't think people know that how easy it is to actually follow that all the way through like that. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I use Buffer. And when I'm like, let's say I'm on a blog post and mm-hmm. I hit the little Buffer Chrome extension and it pulls up the URL of the website, it automatically puts it into a UTM code. Oh, that's great. See, so Buffer doing that helps you a lot during your for your social media stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So that's yes. great. So um, there's a really some really great things that you can do there. Also, I have another tool called Pixelme, P-I-X-E-L-M-E. And it's a URL shortener that you can use with retargeting campaigns on Facebook and Twitter. So it allows me to add my Facebook pixel or my Twitter pixel to certain links. And you just run everything through that. And it actually shares also with Buffer. So it'll send your stuff from Pixelme to Buffer and send it. But what's great about that is that in the background of Twitter and Facebook, it's building you a nice retargeting list of people that have actually interacted with your tweets or interacted with your Facebook messages. So it's another really cool way to build a really cool retargeting audience, which is something you'd have to advertise to, of course. But as you know, and I know with Facebook, advertising has become just really part of the plan, right? Yeah. So I wish that wasn't true, but it is kind of true. Um, so those are a couple of tools that we use uh, and Buffer is obviously, you know, key in both of those. So another one that I think is really important is what we just talked about when they get to your website, you need to set up a funnel. And we've talked about funnels before, and I'm going to go ahead and put together a really quick little video screenshot of how to set up a funnel in, in Google Analytics, but you have to go to our website communities that convert to get it. So make sure you go and look for this, the show notes here. But you set up this funnel on your website with Google Analytics, and it's very easy to do. You have to have a goal, basically, for your Google Analytics. And that goal will 
allow you to know if people did what you wanted them to do. So if your goal is for them to sign up for your new email newsletter, you can set that as one of your goals. If your goal is to get them to sign up for one of your mailing lists, that can be a goal. We actually talked about this in a previous episode as well about how to set these kinds of things up. So we will refer to that in the show notes from today as well. So you can go back and get the full version of how to do that. But I think those goals on that side are really important and knowing what those goals are for your business. You know, if you know that you can convert a certain number of people from your email list, then one of your goals should be to have a certain number of people sign up for your list every every so often. So like, let's say if you get 100 people in and you know out of that 100, 10 of them will go, go forward and like then try out one of your free courses or, you know, maybe 5% would try your Twitter smarter class or whatever it might be, then you want to go ahead and start to set up goals to get to your final goal. And the bottom line is that it's really great. You can measure that. I love that you, we have this technology now that you can just measure this stuff. I mean, it is not, as they say, rocket science, it really is doable. And so let us help you with that. Like I said, I'll put some, some resources on our, um, on our page so you can do that. That's great. I think everybody needs to make a goal of working on this so you can see the benefits. Kami says this is so easy to do. So be sure to go over to the show notes for this episode at communitiesthatconvert.com and get access. I think that's really awesome, Kami. You're going to make a little video walking through it. And by the way, that came from a request from somebody inside of our Facebook community, which you can be a part of, um, you can come into my Facebook community and, and Madeline and I will answer your questions there. We will uh, do our very best to do what we can. And so, um, and hopefully that will help other people too, because we'll develop these resources for everyone. So yeah. we'd love to see you there. We have a wonderful community. And if you have not signed up yet, you got to first sign up for our mailing list. When you sign up for the mailing list, go to bit.ly, bit.ly slash ctcvip. That'll get you into our private mailing list. And then we will give you instructions on how to get into the private Facebook group. So yeah, I love that you uh, did that over in the Facebook group, Cammie. So um, that would be, you know, another thing. So that would be our third way to, to measure. So the first way was creating an email list. The second one is using UTM codes to track where people come from and how they kind of move through the process on your site. The third one is setting up a funnel on the back end of your site so that you can see how people move through and your Google Analytics. The fourth way is to create some supplemental content and measure the success of your sales from that content. So part of what you have to do to have any kind of sales is to have something to sell. (laughs) And I am (laughs) the one that is the most probably um, guilty of not doing this, right? Is like putting together things that you do. So I know that you are the queen of putting together a couple of things that people can get through you, but people want to work with you and they want to know ways that they can work with you. My sales mostly come through big companies, you know, coming to my company and, and we go and do stuff for them. So I've done a lot of big contracts with large companies like Houston Methodist and with, you know, Galveston and with SeaWorld over the years. So we do it that way. Well, I know that you, Madeline, have done it another way, which is to have these really great resources for uh, marketers like myself and, and others that probably are listening right now. And that's another way to kind of measure your success is if these things actually move forward. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, I'm always putting together lots of freebies. I'm a big fan of giving away a lot for free. So an example right now is I have what I call my free Twitter secret sauce. It's a little mini course, very simple to go through this. It takes like 30 minutes to go through it. It's just some, some articles and some videos. And so I have people sign up from 
Twitter and Facebook and in my email list, different locations, and they're signing up. And I'm this whole program is actually over at Thinkific as a free course. So I'm collecting all the email addresses over there. I can get analytics over there. This has been working out great, Kimmy. I, I really like this process. You got to find what works good for you based on who is your audience? How are you trying to reach them? You know, what you're doing is very different from what I'm doing, but I hope that yeah. people listening are getting lots out of this since we both do, we do things that are the same, but we also do a lot of different things. We definitely do. And, and, you know, I also am cognizant of the fact that there may be people also listening that don't have like products per se, maybe they have a nonprofit and they're trying to get people to do donations, or maybe you have a really strong, you know, physical product, you know, like maybe a t-shirt or a, uh, some other kind of physical product. And those things also work with this. So I want you to take what we talk about and adapt it to what you do and not think to yourself, Oh, that doesn't apply to me. That's not what I do. I hear that a lot when I'm out and about. And what I really want people to do is as they're listening to always be thinking about how it affects them and what they can do with it and how they can bring it to bear for their market. You guys bring that secret sauce for your markets into this. And so I love that we can share what we've done, but I really also want you to think about how it applies to you and how you can take what we've done and adapt it for your specific needs. So I hope you are thinking and listening like that. And I just want to add on top of that, Cami, that that is so awesome. And if you guys are thinking like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to figure out how does this apply? Come to the Facebook group and ask in there and let's have a dialogue. We would love to talk to you about it. And we'll even help you kind of figure out, you know, give you some ideas. We'll do a little brainstorming in there. Yeah. And not only that, but we may have a whole episode about it. Believe me, you will inspire us as much as we inspire yes. you. So it's very exciting. And so I hope you guys think about that. So creating content, whatever that is, and measuring the success of that content is really important. So think about how you can do that for your business. And it doesn't have to be a sale. It can be something that people download. How many people are downloading a freebie that you have? How many people are signing up for more information? How many people are calling your helpline? If you're like a helpline place, you know, how many people are doing the things that you're trying to get them to do? How many people are changing their behavior? based on what, you, what you're doing with your social media, you can do this by thinking and re reverse engineering it and coming back and using some of these measurement techniques to get there. So creating supplemental content that really like talks about that. You may never have even thought about that. You, having a freebie for changing people's minds, you know, and changing like people's behavior. That can happen, you know, five ways to have a better heart health. You know, those kinds of things are really things that if you're, hospital system, for example, it could be really great if people downloaded that. I know for our hospital system that we work with, we actually track how many people come and see a doctor based through the website, you know, based on the kind of content that we put out there. So that's really a great way to find out how people are converting, if you will, to better heart health. So there it goes. So the fifth way that I have here, and by the way, we have a few ways here, but there's many more ways than this. I just am saying we're going to come up with a few here. Our fifth way was to ask people where they heard about you. It's very old fashioned, but it works. You know, how many times do you say, hey, you're on the phone with somebody, a new prospect who called you. Don't you want to know where they came from? Don't you want to know why they're calling you? Always ask. We do it on zoeticamedia.com in our contact section. You can take a look at our contact page. I'll put a link to that in our show notes as well. 
but that I've been doing for a long time. And we ask them, you know, if they fill out that form, I say, where'd you hear about Zoetica in an internet search Were you referred by a friend or colleague, a conference or webinar? Cause I do go and speak at a lot of conferences and webinars, the Houston social media breakfast, because obviously I'm there quite a bit. And then I had social networks, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, other social network. And then I even have another thing. So, you know, you want to ask people where they heard about you. And it's kind of shocking. Sometimes you'd think they would have heard about you a certain way. But, you know, I get a lot of I heard about you in an Internet search. And I'm like, yay, our SEO is working. Um, so <laughs> those are the kinds of things that you want to ask people. Do you do that? Madeline? Oh, my gosh. This is something I always do. I always want to know how somebody found out about me, about my services, about my Twitter chats. So I am in a habit of always asking, you know, how did you hear about me, especially a consulting call? You know, it's nice to know when they say I did a Google search and I was typing in some keywords and found you. How validating is it is it to get that? A recent one that is so interesting, there was a guy on Twitter and talking about starting a Twitter chat and how I inspired him. I said, like, tell me more. Like, how did you find out about me and, and what inspired you? He said that he looked up, uh, his name is Jay Bussell, by the way, really interesting guy. He found me through the speaker list for Social Media Marketing World, which is, you know, the largest conference for social media marketers. I'm going to be speaking there in a few months. He looked at the list and was looking for the Twitter experts on the list. He found me on there, did some research, was impressed with me and saw that I had a Twitter chat. So he followed it along and he was inspired to start his own just from finding me on this list of speakers. So he started his own uh, chat. It's been going on for almost a year. It's very successful. What a cool story that just opened up a whole big, I don't want to say can of worms. That doesn't sound like the right terminology, but you know, like a whole big can of awesomeness. So how, <laughs> how cool is that to hear stories like that where you just innocently ask? I did I had another one yesterday where somebody said it was their first time on one of my Twitter chats. I said, well, how did you hear about this chat? You know, it's not always like how they hear about you, how they hear about something you're doing when they say, oh, I'm, I'm trying out your new course or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. Like, it's always nice to get that information. Like, how did you find out about it? It can very much turn into interesting stories. Yeah, well, we'll definitely um, find that Twitter chat that Jay did and put it in the show notes so that we can see and go check it out. Check out his Twitter chat, including, you know, how he learned yeah, about it's it called on promo chat. It's called promo chat. Cool. Really interesting. We'll definitely put in, uh, the information in the show notes. Uh, it's a great story. It is a great story and, and a really cool way. And you never know who you're going to inspire. Like you guys are going to inspire people that you don't even know you inspired. So always ask. Always ask where people heard from heard about you. And it's also good to hear what people are saying that you did. So like, it's good to know who is promoting you. Because I also hear a lot when people come to Social Media Breakfast, so-and-so invited me. And that's pretty much the way people come to Social Media Breakfast. People invite them in, you know, and that's really important. So that's really important. Ask, 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 and keep track of it. I mean, some people, if you want to have a little extra credit star beside your name, keep track of how people have heard about you and see which ways are actually working really well. The sixth way that we have here today is create special coupon codes for your community and use different ones for each touch point. So we do this a lot. And this happens a lot with events, especially where, you know, an influencer might get a promo code that they can offer to their following or their audience. And then you can see how many people came from that audience to the promo. 
this happened with social media day. I know that when we did that, Rebecca said, you know, you had a hundred people sign up through your promo code for social media breakfast or something like that. So you know where your best influencers are the ones that are driving the most sales are coming from. And then you know who to deal with the best the next time. So promo codes are really good. You do have to have a backend system for them. I know Thinkific lets you do that. I know that Eventbrite lets you do that. So there's some systems that you can use for events and also for sales, like Thinkific for courses, Eventbrite for events. And as far as like for regular sales, I'm pretty sure that most shopping cart type of they do, yeah. things do have these. So I would suggest that you look and see how you can incorporate some of that in your own marketing. So those are the six we have for you. We can go from the top. Can you read them down? Let's see. So number one, create an email list. Number two, use UTM codes. Number three, set up a funnel on your website with Google Analytics. That's a good one. Number four, create supplemental content and measure the success of the sales from that content. Number five, ask people where they heard about you the old fashioned way. Number six, create special coupon codes for your community. These are six really great items. Kami, I think this is just awesome information that we're we're, uh, sharing today. I think it's pretty solid. And, And you know, so we have an action item for you because we always do. And our action item is to tell us what method you're thinking of using to measure things in your community or one that you're already measuring to track sales for your community or to track sales for your product. Tell us what method you're thinking of using of the six we just shared with you. Or you can also tell us one we didn't share at all. We'd love to hear the ones that we haven't heard about. So please share with us exactly what you're going to think about using this year in 2018, because we are starting a new year, aren't we? We're in the new year. This is like amazing. Kami, can you believe 2018 is here? Holy cow. No. You know, this is awesome. I would love to have a discussion about, you know, you guys come over to the this Facebook group of ours because I would love to have a discussion. You know, what are your plans for for this new year? I'm really big on having one word for the year. My word is purposeful. I'd like to know what your word is for the year. So come into the Facebook group and come chat with us. Yeah. And and this year I was so excited I could I couldn't come up with just one. So I came up with the three P's. So I don't feel like this. you have to get stuck. But I'm going to have perfect, which is basically develop the things that I've already launched and then promote them. I need to do better about promoting. I'm, you're much better about promoting than I am. You're a good promoter person. Thank you. And number three is profit. So bringing profit in, which is perfect for this episode, right? Because this is where you measure your profit. That's right. So we're really excited to have you guys. Um, make sure you definitely come in and get on our mailing list so that we can get you in our Facebook community. Because I'd really like to... Um, blow out that Facebook community this year. We're going to start doing some live streaming and some really cool stuff that um, Madeline and I've been planning. So we're very excited to have you guys come join us. We are. So be sure to go to bit.ly, bit.ly slash CTCVIP. That stands for Communities That Convert. VIP because you're a very important person. So bit.ly slash CTCVIP. All caps. Mm-hmm. Yeah please rate and review our podcast on iTunes. We have the podcast in every kind of format that you could possibly want. But if you listen in iTunes, we really would love it if you would just take a second to mention us and comment and rate us there, because that really sh- does depend on where we show up in the algorithm on iTunes. So we would love it if you did that. Also, we can share your comments with all the rest of everybody on the air, and we would love to recognize you in that way. So we're really looking forward to seeing you next week. 
when we talk about how to automate smart. Automation is one of those things that people love to hate and hate to love, but it is a necessary part of what we do in uh, social media marketing, especially if we want to get all the things done that we want to get done and still have a personal connection. So we are going to talk in our next episode about how to automate smart. So please come and see us next week. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know, you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Music